Hey everyone, you are listening to Real Talk with Nessa. That's right, it's Real Talk. There's no sugar coating, there's no um, covering up, no faking the funk. It's just real, real talk. If you don't like it, you don't have to listen. But it is clean talk. So today we're going to be talking about verbal and emotional abuse. Verbal and emotional abuse, I think, is really important to jump in and talk about because it is something that I believe a lot of people go through and don't realize it. A lot of people are victims of this and don't realize they are. and Or a lot of people are actually doing this and don't realize that they are hurting their significant other or close ones. Now... When I talk about verbal abuse, um, when you look up the meaning of a verbal abuse, it's known as uh, psychological mental abuse. Um, It involves the use of oral language, gestured language, and written language directed to a victim. Verbal abuse can include the act of harassing someone, labeling someone, insulting someone, scolding someone, excessive yelling towards someone, uh, rebuking someone. Okay, so all of that is verbal abuse. So talking about verbal abuse for just a moment, um, when you're in a relationship or maybe you have a family member um, or you're even at work, because this can happen even at work, and Maybe you have somebody that you're dealing with. Let's talk about a relationship for a moment. Um, You know, your significant other got mad and they are cussing you out. They're hurting you with their words. That's verbal abuse. Um, Let's say that you're in an act of harassment. Maybe your significant other, you're separated for a moment and they're harassing you. They're coming after you, harassing you, texting you, harassing you, calling you, emailing you, um, harassing you, trying to create all kinds of different uh, Google phone numbers to try to call you, different email accounts to get a hold of you, different social media accounts to try to get through to you. That's verbal abuse. Insults, you know, people that offend you, um, that insult you, that's verbal abuse. Um, Excessive yelling, you know, someone that's yelling and doesn't even let you get your two cents in and they're just, you know, it's verbal abuse. So this is something that people go through and don't realize what is verbal abuse. Now, if you're at work, Verbal abuse in the workplace could be bullying. Um, It could be sabotaging someone to prevent them doing what they're supposed to do at work. Um, Abuse is defined as language that is, you know, intimidating, threatening, humiliating. You know, so those are all types of verbal abuse. And that's verbal abuse in the workplace also. You know, so... Women, in general, go through a lot of verbal abuse, even without even knowing it. You know, um, I've known several that have gotten out of relationships and, man, I've heard and read messages, I've heard conversations that I'm 
I'm blown away. You know, and the sad thing about verbal abuse is people just think on the other end that they're talking crap. They think that they're they're in the right and they're venting, but they're actually verbally abusing the victim. You know, and now emotional abuse. Emotional abuse is a way to control another person by using emotions to criticize, by embarrassing them, shaming them, blaming them, or manipulating them. So in general, relationship is emotionally abusive when there is const- a constant pattern of abusive words or a bullying behavior that wear downs a person's self-esteem and undermine their mental health. Now, a little bit about emotional abuse. In a relationship, when you're constantly being blamed, it's your fault. You did it. I said this because of you. Uh, You're constantly getting embarrassed. You're constantly getting put down. Um, This is a constant pattern. They're bullying you because they're making you feel smaller than what you are. You know, they are wearing down your self-esteem with emotional abuse. You know, all these things that they do um, is hurting you. And what more mental or emotional abuse, while most common in in marriages or relationships can occur, you know, um, it can occur anywhere. Emotional abuse is one of the hardest forms of abuse to recognize. Why? Because it's not easily to be noticed it's very manipulative either way you know it chips at the victim's self-esteem and they begin to doubt their perception and reality all of a sudden when they're being emotionally abused they don't recognize the emotion abuse they just recognize that their self-esteem is dropping and then they don't know why They don't know why they don't feel good about themselves. They don't know why they just feel ugly all the time, you know, because their abuser is just emotionally abusing them. Um, If you're having trouble, you know, sometimes trying to be happy, smiling, um, you're always feeling down. um, You're always blaming yourself. um, you, You don't feel pretty. You know, these are... Uh, facts that you've been verbally or emotionally abused. Um, sometimes maybe you feel like I can't fix nothing. It's broken, whatever. You know, you, you just feel like you want to be in a dark, dark room. You feel depressed. You don't want to get out of bed. You don't want to get your day going. Um, these are all signs of emotional abuse. And I got to tell you what, you know, you're beautiful. You're awesome. You are great and you are brave. You know, there is nothing you cannot achieve. You know, people have unfortunately come into this world and they're bullies. You know, they think they know it all. They think that the way life and a relationship is supposed to be is supposed to be painted this way and nobody's going to change their mind from it. Then there's the tit for tat thing, you know, that, oh, you did it, so I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it better. But then they treat you like crap. You can't breathe. Every corner you turn, you're you're uh, bullying somebody around the corner there. It's like you can't get away or get out of what's going on. And that's scary. 
that's scary. There's this um, series that came out on Netflix called Made. And I got to tell you, if you haven't watched it, um, if you don't have Netflix, it is so good. There's this young girl with a child and she feels helpless like she needs to be with this man. But every time she goes around him, he makes her feel less of a woman. He makes her feel like she's not even a good mother. He makes her feel like she needs him. And that's what these people do is they make you feel like you're not good if you're not with them. They make you feel like uh, you need them to survive. You need them to get by. You can't go on with life if they're not in the picture. They make you feel like you're going to lose your apartment, your car, if, if you know, because uh, they want to make you feel like they've been doing it when all along it's really been you. You know, so so they tend to really, really pull your self-esteem all the way to the floor to where there is no matter what positive person that can come into your life can say something. It doesn't matter. You don't believe it. You know, you you only know what this these people make you feel. Um. Sometimes you might get frustrated, you might get confused, and you're probably misunderstood. You're depressed, you're anxious, you feel worthless. Anytime you interact with someone, you feel like there's no way you can't compete. And you know the crazy thing? You're so freaking beautiful. So many people can tell a woman how great, how beautiful, how awesome she is, but yet she doesn't believe it. You know, for a long time, my self-esteem was down. Um, I was called fat. I was called ugly. Um, I felt unworthy. And, you know, I started dressing like a tomboy because I wasn't happy and I thought that was better. I started getting confused about my sex. Maybe I wanted to be more butch and then maybe date a girl. I was so confused with how people were making me feel and there came a point in my later adult life that I'm glad things happened the way they did that I woke up and smelled the coffee I had to love myself before I can love anyone else I had to learn to know myself before I can learn to know and invest in anybody else and I got to tell you that you know I had to tell myself I'm awesome I'm beautiful. I'm great because nobody else was going to tell it to me. Nobody else could understand me. You know, having low self-esteem um, is the worst thing that a person can have because it really, really hurts and it's hard to live with that. Now, when you have low self-esteem, you don't want to be around anybody. And if you have children, they get the the worst of you because instead of you wanting to go to the park and play with them at the playground, take a walk, sit at the table and color with them, you know, talk with them, watch a movie with them. You're depressed. Your self-esteem is so low that you don't feel like doing any of that. You just want to be shut off to the whole world. And that's sad. Now, emotional abuse that people have put you through, you know, I got to tell you, they're not worthy. You know, and emotional abuse 
is not something healthy to go through or allow yourself to be involved in. If you're going through emotional abuse or you recently got out of a emotional abusive relationship, then you know what? I would advise you to be around people that make you happy, go to places that make you feel good, um, and don't get into any relationships. Um, emotional abuse is very hard um, in coping with it. Now, types of emotional abuse, there is so many, like I was just telling you, um, I want to tell you a couple of more so that way you'll understand when you're going through it. Um, when someone's accusing you of cheating, or other signs of jealousy and possessiveness. That's emotional abuse. Um, constant checking, checking in, or other attempts to control the other person's behavior. That's emotional abuse. Constantly arguing or op opposing. That's emotional abuse. Criticism. Um, gaslighting. That's emotional abuse. Isolating the individual from their family and friends. Not letting them go out with friends. Not letting them trust them to be with family or friends. That's emotional abuse. Name calling and verbal abuse is emotional abuse. Refusing to participate in the relationship. Not wanting to, um, you know, do anything at all is emotional abuse. Letting the other party do everything. Shaming or blaming is emotional abuse. The silent treatment is emotional abuse. Now, the silent treatment, I got to tell you, some relationships think, oh, if I don't say nothing, I'm just going to sit here quiet. Let them run their mouth all they want. Let them say all they want. I don't care. Silent treatment is deadly. It is emotional abuse. It doesn't work. Um. Another thing is withholding affection and attention is emotional abuse. Um, so those are a lot of ideas. So when you go through them, you'll understand and know what is emotional abuse. Now, a lot of times there's people that actually don't mean, like I was saying about the silent treatment, um, or maybe not being involved in the relationship or isolating the individual from their family or friends. Maybe you're not intentionally doing it. Um, but a lot of times you don't even know. And that's why I was saying you might be listening to Real Talk with Nessa today. And you might not even realize that you were being the emotional abuser to your loved one. And you were doing these things. You know, we tend to hurt the loved ones around us and we don't realize it they might not say something uh and but we are hurting them so it's important to remember that all these types of abuse they may not be um a like apparent to the relationship you know it may begin with uh normal and loving but then all of a sudden you know, there's different tactics that start getting involved in the relationship that all of a sudden progress to control, manipulate, you know. Um, there's so many young relationships out there right now that um, they get into a relationship because, oh, my God, they fell in love. Oh, I like this boy. He's so cute. Oh, my God, it's okay. He's a little bit ghetto, but I'll change him. <laughs> How many times have we thought we can get in a relationship and we can change someone? And everything starts out all peachy and all great. 
and we're holding hands and everything is so awesome and he's texting you how much he loves you and how beautiful you are 24 7 all day long you guys are talking and then all of a sudden you're a bitch and you're ugly and where are you at and why aren't you here and why didn't you answer where did you go who were you with i know you're cheating I know you did this. I know you did that. And it just goes on and on and on. That's emotional and verbal abuse. The sad thing is when you young ladies. And I'm saying young because I'm 40. So if you're under 40, you're young. You young ladies. What's sad is that your self-esteem from other relationships ended up to the floor that you jump into this other relationship because you never brought your self-esteem back up. You're in this other relationship now that these things started happening and you were pretty and loved and they texted you, I love you, and all of a sudden now they're disrespecting you and treating you like crap. Changed, you don't realize it. And you're stuck there. And you're wanting to be loved by someone that doesn't love, respect, or appreciate you. Now, I, I've always said there's so many fish in the sea, meaning there's so many men out there. And a lot of people might say, you know, so many women out there, too. They might say, oh, I've been waiting and there's nothing. Just got to wait. You got to wait. What are you going to do when the right one comes around and you're in a relationship you can't get out of because you didn't wait? What are you going to do when... You're in a relationship that you regretted getting in because you didn't wait. You didn't get wait to get to know them. You know, uh, I, I grew up where they always said um, a boy wants or a man wants one thing. And once he gets it, that's it. It's over. You know, it's true. You know, um, it, it's it's really hard for these young girls to go out because they're, all they want is love. That's all they want is love. And they think by giving a guy sex what he wants, they're going to receive love back. And then next thing you know, they're just kicked to the curb. And then they feel even worthless about themselves. So it's very, 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 very dumb to do that. You know, you can't. I mean, you ladies have to learn to respect yourselves, love yourselves, give yourself that time. Something I never did was enjoy my singleness. Enjoy being alone, loving yourself, respecting yourself. Don't wait for somebody else's approval. Don't wait for someone else to say you're cute or you're pretty. Don't wait for someone else to give you uh, the stamp of approval. You already have it. You're already perfect. You were made in God's creation and God's image. God created you. So what does that mean? That means you're beautiful. God created each of us in his image. So that, and, and because we're all different, that's because that was his image. Imagine if we all looked alike, we'd all be fighting for the same man or woman. You know, I, but I got to tell you, you who have gone through or are going through emotional or verbal abuse, reach out for help. It is not safe to continue to be in a relationship where you're not happy because they're treating you bad. You know, a lot of people didn't grow up with the morals of respect from, you know, being raised with uh, good intentions, good morals, good manners. I mean, 
you know, what happened to open the door for, I don't even know what that is like, because I never had that. My husband grew up in South Central LA, grew up in gangs, you know, grew up in a messed up life. So he has no clue how to treat a lady. Anyways, that's another topic. (laughs) But if you're going through emotional and verbal abuse, know that you are loved. Know that you can get out of it. Know that you hold the key to change. You hold the key to change. If you want to have a better life, feel better about yourself, love yourself, then you hold the key to that change. If you're still in a relationship because you feel unsafe and can't get out, there's so much help. There's hotlines out there for you to be able to help. Domestic violence hotlines out there. I'm going to tell you if you're pregnant, there's a domestic violence program that you can get into because you're pregnant and it pays up to 16 months to cover up your your housing. I mean, they take care of you. There is so much help out there if you're being abused. <clears throat> you know, and like I said, if you didn't watch that series made on Netflix, you gotta watch it because that girl was being emotionally and verbally abused by her baby's dad and she got out of it and went to a domestic violence shelter and got help, but she went back. And most women do. Most women find a reason because they feel like, you know what? He loves me and I love him and I got to go help him and take care of him and I got to go back. Or he's going to take care of me and he promised X, Y, and Z and I got to go back. And next thing you know, you're stuck again. You're trapped. You know, that video showed her going back and him stripping her from her telephone and then said, don't worry, we got one. We can share it. He wanted to have so much control over her. That she couldn't even think for herself. She had nowhere to go. He even got rid of the car she was driving. So she ended up stuck at home. Had nowhere to go but to just go outside and play with her daughter. And then go back in. You know that depression was just eating her alive. It was killing her. That's sad. Because there's so much help out there that you guys are able to get help. There's so much family that loves you guys, that you guys, you know, people, I got to tell you, if they give you advice, take it if it's good advice. If someone's giving you advice because of what you've went through or what they heard someone, how they treated you or talked to you, you need to take that advice because they see something you don't see because you're not experienced yet. You haven't matured there yet. Take the advice. You know, if you're going through emotional and verbal abuse, it's not going to change. Your abuser is going to get worse. The things that are going on and the things that are going to are being said, if you stop and just look for a moment how they started, how your relationship started and little by little how it's going, it's gotten great to worse to worse to worse. And it gets worse to where Some people die. Some people get killed. Some people don't come out of it. Don't let it get to that point. Make sure you seek help or you get out of that. You can't feel sad or sorry for your abuser if he's living with you and you got to kick him out and kick him to the street because he's verbally and emotionally abusing you. You can't feel sorry for him. 
Does he feel sorry that your self-esteem is to the floor? That you don't feel too good about yourself? Does he feel sorry that you have to post so much pictures of yourself on social media for people's approval? For people to tell you, oh, you look pretty because you don't already know that yourself? You know, that's another thing that a lot of victims do. They put themselves out there and expose themselves on social media platforms, different types of pictures, and some of them are a little sort of provocative to be able to get attention. They're crying out for this attention that they're not getting. Their abuser is abusing them verbally and emotionally and their self-esteem is low that they're trying to see, okay, if I put this picture out there, People will message me and tell me I look pretty or they'll give me some type of compliment and assurance and I'll be okay with that. Then I'll believe it that I am. And then after they do, you still don't believe it. You still got to put another picture for them to say, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, you, we love you. Oh, you look how awesome you are because you don't believe it yourself. What is it going to take? What is it going to take for you that is being abused verbally and emotionally to wake up and know yourself that you're so sure of yourself that nobody has to tell you because you already know it. You don't need their stamp of approval because you already know. What is it going to take? Why allow yourself to continue to be verbally and emotionally abused? Why allow the text messages to continue to come in in the control? Now, when we were kids under the age of 18, of course, we had to be controlled by our dad because we were still youth and, you know, we're minors. But when you turn 18 and older, you no longer are with your dad. You're with a loved one that loves and respects you, not controls you, not treats you like crap and tells you what to do, when to do it and how to do it and check in when you're there and check in when you leave and who are you with and no, you can't go. And yes, you can go. And you find yourself asking for permission like if you live with your dad. Come on, people. That is the wrong relationship to be in. If you're in a relationship like that right now, it's not going to change. You can be in that relationship three, four, five, six years or longer. And that victim is going to be the same because that abuser is going to continue to do the same things because he's mentally messed up. He needs help. He's not going to change. Or she, because there's some women that do the same thing, needs help. She's not going to change. You know, I have a lot of family members that I have seen go through emotional and verbal abuse. Not physical abuse because they've never been hit. But emotional and verbal abuse, they've had things thrown at them. I've read text messages. It breaks my heart knowing the woman that I am now that I learned myself, see what I went through and what they're going through that they don't know yet. But they don't want to take my advice. I don't, I guess it's hard in each one to their own that it's hard to walk away because they just want to be loved and this is all they're getting and they just go for it when there's so much more opportunity out there. There is men, real men out there that really want to love and appreciate someone because they were raised with good morals and they have 
their head on straight and maybe they love God and fear God. But there's people out there that were gr- born in a broken relationship. Their their parents uh, that they were raised with are ghetto as hell. And all they know is the street life. And they actually act like it. And so do their parents. And so they want to get into a relationship. And they want to bring the hood in the relationship, in other words. You know, and they want to treat their person that they met the way their mother or father got treated and think it's okay. Now, don't get me wrong. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my house, in my mouth, but I know ghetto when I see it. And there's people that are just, (laughs) they're ghetto. They're ghetto. The way they talk, the way they walk, the way they live. And, And you can't get them out of that. You know, and then they raise their kids around that and their kids are stuck in that and they don't know anything else other than that. And uh, they want to treat everybody else around them the same way. And they don't know anything good because all they know is ghetto. They they learn to be in a poverty living set of mind and they can't get out of it. And they don't know anything more than that. And And that's sad. It is sad because who wants to live check to check, live in the hood in a shack, never drive a new car, clucker breaking down, or you only have one car and everybody's sharing it in the house, or you can't afford to to have your own place, so you're living with mom. I mean, it's time to get that mentality out of that and say, you know what? I'm going to be successful. I'm going to do better than what my family did. I'm going to raise my kids better than the way I was raised, and I'm going to do something different. If my mother or father were verbally, emotionally abusing each other, I'm not going to repeat the steps. I'm going to cut the umbilical cord. I'm going to cut the chains. I'm going to change so that way it doesn't follow to my children, you know. And and you have to do that. You cannot continue to treat people bad. Life is about choices. And if you choose to stay in a relationship that is verbally and emotionally abusing you, I'm sorry. I feel so bad for you because you have more potential than you think. You're better than you are. You have more power without your abuser. And I'm sorry that you can't see that. But I came today to talk and reflect on emotional and verbal abuse and the impact of it. You know, also, you know, the signs of it. Um, the emotional abuse hits you mentally, uh, and, and, and the mind is very powerful. The mind is so powerful that it'll just take you, take you down. You know, if somebody's trying to control you, if someone's trying to want to know where you're at every moment, you know, they want to joke around foolishly to you, insult you, put you down. They want to push your buttons, you know, threaten you. They want to bully you. They want to digitally spy you. They want to hack into your account. They want to put you on blast and embarrass you. That's emotional abuse. Shame, shame, shame on those abusers. I have nothing good to say about you. You're worthless. You think 
very low of yourself that you have to abuse other people to make yourself feel better. You shouldn't even be living. You shouldn't have the opportunity to live on this God's green earth and be happy while you abuse and hurt people. If you're an abuser and you're listening to this, I hope you take a long look in the mirror. A long look in the mirror. Because if you have kids and someone did that to your child, how would you feel? If someone talked to your kid the way you talk to these women or treated your kid the way you treat these women and want to have this control, you want to hack people's social media to get into their accounts because you want to have control. If they did this to your kid, how would you feel? Look in the mirror. Ask yourself. Stop being an animal. Be a loving, normal human being. And if you want to claim God, that you're a God-fearing person and you want to go to church, but yet you're vindictive and you're ugly inside then you better get on your knees and you better ask God for forgiveness because God doesn't like ugly. And if you want the doors of blessings to open up in your life, then you need to change your ways and what you are doing and how you act and react to people, loved ones, relationships in your life. Don't be an abuser any longer. Stop hurting the ones around you. If you do not like to be treated that way, you shouldn't treat others that way. If you don't want people hacking you, why hack someone? If you don't want someone cursing at you, why cuss at them? If you don't want someone controlling you, your every move, where you went, what you did, what you spent, how you spent it, what you ate, who you sat with, who you talked to, then why would you do it to someone else? Stop. Please stop hurting great people. Ladies, gentlemen that are abusers, stand up, stand strong, and stand firm because you are awesome. You are brave. You have your whole life ahead of you. The, 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 the world is at your fingertips. The sky is the limit. There is no limit in what you can do. You can achieve your goals. You can achieve your success. You can be successful. All you got to do is stand up strong and say, I got this. I can do this. No matter what they've told me or how I feel, I am beautiful. I can do this. You have love and support out there for you. You are capable. You are able. Find help. Find someone to talk to. Get good advice. Well, we've come to a wrap and that's an end. I just want to tell you, thank you for tuning in. If anybody, anybody is out there and you're being verbally or emotionally abused, please reach out for help. Even if you have to reach out to me because you don't know how or who to talk to, I'm here. You know, I I truly believe that we can accomplish anything. The sky is the limit and there is nobody that can say no. So get help smile, get on your feet, make things happen. We're coming up to 2022. It's going to be a good year, y'all. Have a good one. Real Talk with Nessa. Tune in again next time. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you soon.